0: Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories Podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. In season two, I invite you to dive deeper with us as we explore more about the nuances of success and our ever-evolving perspectives on what it means to be successful in business and in life. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey and grow your own marketing business, I encourage you to sign up for a success breakthrough call where we'll have the opportunity to connect personally. Now, without any further ado, for those of you ready to write your own success stories, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I am so excited for you guys to meet today's guest, the Lady Boss blogger herself, Elaine Rao. Elaine is the founder of the Lady Boss blogger. And she has, I mean, her amazing blog and community of hundreds of thousands, and she also has an incredibly successful course, um, multiple courses actually. And I mean, she's just doing some amazing, amazing things um, in the online space as an entrepreneur. And I absolutely loved having Elaine on the show for, I mean, for multiple reasons, but um, one of the things that I found most powerful when I first connected with Elaine Was her story and how she became an entrepreneur. Um, She actually had an incredibly successful uh, corporate career and she was not planning on becoming an entrepreneur. She was not planning on becoming this amazingly successful blogger. And yet, um, you know, that's where her journey led her. And so, I mean, oh gosh, this episode was just filled with so many pieces of advice and like guidance for, you know, for other others of us out there. And so I'm just, I'm so excited to have you guys listen to this episode. And um, Elaine also shares something with us that she said, um, says on the episode that she's actually never shared publicly before. So I just wanted to thank Elaine so much um, on behalf of all of us for sharing such amazing, um, amazing and, and personal experiences with us. So thank you so much, Elaine. And thank you to everyone for listening this episode. It's going to be an amazing experience, and I can't wait to hear about it. Connect with me on Instagram. Connect with Elaine on Instagram. Let her know how you liked her episode, and if you'd like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that is always welcome and encouraged. (laughs) Okay, so without any further ado, let us get into my conversation with Elaine. Hi, Elaine. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Jackie. I'm so excited to be on. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Um, thank you so much for coming. Okay, so <laughs> I want to go ahead and dive right in with you. I mean, you have such an amazing story. I want you to tell us um, about yourself, about what you do, and how you got where you are today.
1: So I was originally in the wedding industry and I basically climbed the corporate ladder and, you know, did the whole thing, right? Um, but one phone call basically changed the trajectory of my career and my life. Um, my boyfriend uh, told me that his brother had just uh, been murdered. And so I asked my boss immediately if I could go see him, be with his family. And he said no, because it would affect sales. I was, I was the national wedding sales manager at that time. So mm-hmm. I was in charge of sales of like the United States. Um, and so when he said that, I was I'm mean, completely shocked and just really... Um, and I feel like I say it with like zero emotion with all this yeah, stuff. Like, I feel like, like, like you're,
0: you're like, I've said, I've done it. This is my, my rehearsed answer. Like I've got it down. Like, you know, cause I just, yeah, know but I, I mean, I understand. Cause like when you tell a story so much, it's kind of like, you're like, yeah, this happened. Like.
1: Yeah. But like, I mean, it was a really tragic time of like both of our lives, you know, I mean, I had like, you know, just built up this career, you know, or I had been a few years in, I was known as like the wedding girl. And so I basically quit my job. I moved overseas. I left everything I knew. Um, and obviously the career that I had built for myself, um, and went to this foreign country to be, you know, with my boyfriend who wasn't even my fiance or anything, um, and, uh, tried to, you know, help him out. And so basically, uh, when I moved there, I realized that my wedding skills didn't transfer, uh, and I didn't speak Spanish and I hadn't, no friends and nothing. So I had to like reinvent myself, I had to reestablish what it is that I wanted in life, what I wanted in a career, all that stuff. And so I started a blog because I wanted to learn how to become a lady boss blogger, which is what I named my blog. Mm-hmm. And in so doing, I basically became exactly who I wanted to be, because I was immersed in that every single day. I was learning about you know the, the skill set, the traits, and, and how I did it was basically just interviewing other women who did it. Mm -hmm. and because I couldn't afford a mentor, so I just interviewed women, and I gleaned something, a new piece of information from every single woman I interviewed. And in so doing, I I say that I've had thousands of mentors because I've done thousands upon thousands of interviews, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, that's kind of how it all started. And then after it started, then a a year later, we moved back to the States, and um, we I kind of had to start over again. Mm -hmm. Um, And this part of the story, I don't really tell that often, um, actually, I don't. This is the first time I've ever said it on a podcast. Actually,
0: oh, oh I'm so honored. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: and so yeah, so I had to start over again because I had built it, the blog, to be sustainable in a developing country, third world country, not in America. So I had to take on another job, and you know, basically make things work. And and I mean, we're going through the whole immigration process with my husband as well, you know, to the states. And so it was just really stressful, really lengthy process, really expensive process and trying to build a business on top that it was just really uh frustrating um Mm -hmm. and really time-consuming and just anyways yeah so one day i went to work and my boss commented on like something I was wearing in a negative way. And I just like quit on the spot. I went home. I started working on my business. And then I, I know, I feel like
0: I quit really spontaneously, like a lot, but okay. Don't judge me. (laughs) No, it's fine. Like, because I feel like that's one thing. Like I, um, I used to be one of those people who was like, I was just like, "No, no, you can't quit. Like you can't no. like nobody should quit. Like I'm not a quitter, like, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I feel like just since becoming an entrepreneur, like, I'm just like, you know what, like if I were to ever find myself in a place where like I had to go get another job, like I wouldn't put that kind of pressure on myself. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I can quit. Like I quit once before I know like, you know, it's like, like quitting is like, it should be fun. Like actually one of the women in my mastermind, she's like, I love to quit jobs. Like, and she talks about like how many jobs she's quit. Like, it's so funny.
1: <laughs> no. Okay. I'm totally that girl though. Like I was the girl who literally had like five, like three jobs all at once. I would like have one full-time, two part-time and an internship and just like be juggling them. And then I would quit one and then pick up another. I was like the job mm-hmm. collector like because yeah. I didn't know what I wanted, you know? Yeah. And like, I, I wasn't, I feel like when you quit, it's because, you know, you've discovered what you wanted and you're pursuing Mm. that. It's not like you're quitting something and that, you know, you don't like or enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what ultimately made me, you know, go down the path of entrepreneurship so quickly. And because I just was pursuing what I wanted and what I liked every Mm -hmm. single step of the way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I started like working like super, just like full time on my business. And that's when it finally like took off. And that's, like, the jump, that the leap I needed in order to, like, you know, go full-time. And it, it was just, like, a, a leap of faith. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so that's kind of how it all went. So I feel like a lot of people, they always hear the first side of the story, and they're like, oh, wow, like, you know, she just built up this business, and it, it was just, like, success from day one. It was mm-hmm. like, well, no, I want to add this second part, because it's like, no, there was, I mean, it's like mountains and valleys, you know, you keep on climbing yeah. upwards, but... Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I I always say like, you know, the entrepreneurship journey, it's it feels like a roller coaster. You know, like you feel like you're going like up and down. It can be like, you know, you're at this like high one minute and then like you're at like complete low the next, right? And then like mm-hmm. um yeah, and there's some, you know, like loops in there too. <laughs> right. But yeah, no. So, I mean, I would love for you to, you know, tell us you know, tell us a little uh, more about that, like in terms of, you know, building your business to be successful, not just, um, you know, in, in a a developing country, but like also, you know, here, like what were some of the, um, different things you had to do, whether it's like, you know, has to do with your business, whether it has to do with your mindset, like what, um, what do you think contributed to your, um, to both your success? So like your initial success and then like when you kind of revamped it?
1: Um, I think that it was honestly just being very, um, uh, what's that C word? Um, consistent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, when I started my blog, I posted every single day at 6 PM central time, Mm -hmm. like for two whole years. And we're talking about all my blog. We're talking about all my Instagram on all, every, every single one of my social media handles I posted Mm -hmm. on every single day. So I grew immensely and very quickly. Um, And it looked like I was like in business or like online for a long time when I actually wasn't. I was just producing so much content Mm -hmm. that um, I was able to scale really quickly and all that stuff. So, and and so honestly, like number one, I'm called a blogger, but I didn't even blog on my own blog in the sense of, I didn't write (laughs) anything. I just posted interviews and I, so how I made the majority of my money my first year was I charged for interviews and I'm the only person I know that has ever done that. Um, and I wouldn't actually recommend it. <laughs> I was just like desperate. And I was like, I have no skills. I have no, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, I need to make money because I can't get a job here. Um, and I, I did find a, a sub job there, but it was, I was really miserable and I never talked about that job, but anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like it's it's just being consistent and just like not failing to be there for like my growing audience, um, Mm -hmm. because they knew that they could always depend on the information that I gave them. And Mm -hmm. as I grew, my blog grew with me. And so I never wanted to blog about blogging or the, I I don't know. I didn't even want to be an entrepreneur, to be honest. (laughs) I just wanted to like learn something online Mm -hmm. and it it just kind of fell into that because of my circumstances. But, um, well, here, let me first explain. What do I do? Cause maybe some people don't know. <laughs> let me like backtrack. Um, I am a full-time blogger, influencer and business owner. And what I do is I teach courses that help women learn how to do what I do. So learn how to start a money-making blog, learn how to make money on Instagram and learn how to monetize and build their sales funnel, AKA also like their email list. Mm-hmm. So basically online business building fundamentals, um, about like how to start a yeah how to start a career online basically so that's what I do um but anyways so a year after um I was you know blogging I was interviewed by the Huffington Post and that's when I realized that blogging was my super skill because mm-hmm. at that point I was just post I, I called myself a publisher not a blogger um mm-hmm. because I really hate yeah. writing <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like promoting other people right mm-hmm. and that's all I did yeah. So once that got published, then some people started asking me like about my blog. They're like, how did you, you know, get to 150,000 followers in like one year? Um, how were you able to, you know, they, like, like, how did you create such a successful blog? That's what they started asking me. So then I was right. like, okay, I compiled all of their questions into, you know, a document, created a course on it. And then that was my first digital product. So that's, and then, you know, all my other digital products have since been the same thing. Um, so after I, I, I produced this blogging thing, then people were like, "Well, we want to know who is the lady boss blogger? Like, who's Elaine Rao? You mm-hmm. know?" Um, and then so I be so I started this Instagram page, um, Elaine Rao, and um, you know started talking about my products and different stuff like that. And then I started getting brand dealerships. And then uh, partnerships, and people were like, Well, how did you do that? And then, so I created a course on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then finally, the email course was something that no one asked me for, <laughs> but it's such an important skill that people don't ask, but they need. So I created it because I was like, This is too fundamental of a, of a business uh, asset that people don't realize is, is uh, the driving force of any online business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So does that, yeah, I, I know I was like all over the place. Does that make sense? Did I yes. answer the question? No, I know.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, it does make sense. I was just like, I'm trying to get like my thoughts straight. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what do I want to ask for next? Like this is all just so great. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. I'm just going to go and kind of like ask you like my favorite question that I ask pretty much every guest on this show. We're just, we'll just start with that. Um, and I'm going to ask you what, uh, what your personal definition of success is.
1: My personal definition of success is time freedom. I've always just wanted to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. like when I was, you know, in the wedding industry, I mean, I was on call like brides. I woke up in the morning. I I, like my first phone call would be a bride. I would be talking (laughs) to brides all the way until I closed my eyes at like midnight And even when I was out, I was always talking to brides, you know, I mean, it was just like zero time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that's what I love because my job, I love my job. I love what I did. But once I was out of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much time, you know, (laughs) that I can do whatever I want. So I really value that. And so actually uh, my first two or maybe, yeah, like two years in business, um, I like refuse all like podcasts and like different stuff like that because I didn't want to schedule an hour of my time and be on the phone with someone because I was Mm. so averse to talking to people on the phone
0: mm-hmm. yeah you kind of um, like went from like one extreme to like the other because you're just yeah. like yeah <laughs> yeah no I get that <laughs> and also being
1: in a developing country uh, as well as in, like a foreign country like you can't be on the phone all the time anyways mm-hmm. um so I had to develop a way to like communicate and basically I mean it was just email right mm-hmm. so just email back and forth um talking to people so I never met anyone that I interviewed I never um until I moved back to the States and I was actually at this party, um, like this female entrepreneurship party. And I saw like everyone I interviewed, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, but anyways, back to time freedom. Um, I really think that, um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like I've achieved it. It's not like I, um, don't want like, you know, different forms of success or whatever, but I feel like, I mean, every day I wake up and I'm like, Satisfied, I'm really content um, because mm-hmm. I get to set my own schedule, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm really self motivated too. Um, I realize as an entrepreneurship, as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, you really have to be self disciplined. Like mm-hmm. if you're used to the nine to five and you like having a schedule set for you, um, you need to develop the skill of liking and setting your own schedule and, and, and abiding by your own time. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, like I used to wake up like from 6 AM and work all the way until midnight. Um, it was a little bit, I almost burned myself out because I was so rigorous. Um, now I wake up at 11 and go to bed at 11. So, (laughs) um, it's, I, you know, you just like learn how to like, uh, use your time wisely now. And I'm just learning how to do, you know, do things smarter, faster. Um, and I also have a whole team of interns to help me. Um, so I delegate all the tasks to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so you know, you've interviewed like a lot of a lot of women for your blog. You've had a lot of you've seen a lot of of their answers, and so you know, I just kind of wanted to you know ask you, is there any like you know pattern or certain habits or um, you know traits that you've sort of found um, just you know through through you know, doing your blog and doing your interviews that you feel, you know, make for, um, a successful entrepreneur or like, you know, what do the successful entrepreneur, entrepreneurial women that, um, that you've interviewed, like, what do they have in common?
1: I would say one thing that I notice is that, uh, they don't do everything themselves. So Mm -hmm. oftentimes, you know, us, you know, solopreneurs, you know, uh, we want to have control and like, you know, do like know how to do everything? It's good to know how to do everything, but delegate. You mm-hmm. know, outsource, um, get a team. You know, have people help you. Um, you don't have to do it all yourself, and you shouldn't because if you do, you will burn out. And um, I don't know, maybe return it to a nine to five. You know, mm-hmm. so I think like honestly, developing like de- delegation skills and being okay with that is a really strong skill set that a lot of successful entrepreneurs I've I've interviewed uh, have. Yeah. Um, and one that I've adopted as well but also I realized that I'm also really innately I'm good at delegating like mm-hmm. maybe it's because I don't want to do anything myself
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> learn how
1: to do that but like so a lot of people have a really hard time mm-hmm. you know um and I kind of I, I attribute that to uh, I studied art actually ceramics um mm-hmm. and so it's a very like you know kind of like you're always, you know, in the studio, you know, and you're interacting with different people. It's kind of like community art sometimes. Um, I like it when people have, you know, put input into the business and and I like to see, you know, where my interns take their projects. Like I don't like to give them necessarily super strict guidelines. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, anyways, all that to say delegation is, is a huge one and not doing everything yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's great. And I think that it's, it, it is so true. And, you know, just for me, like I, um, you know, I have, I have two other other people on my team. And sometimes I find myself like doing things that I should have delegated to them. You know, like like, and I'll just like try to keep doing them myself for like months, um, and then like finally realize, hey, you know what? like I have a team, like I should give them this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like I completely I understand like where you're coming from, and I envy that you know you've you find delegating like super easy. Um but I know. Oh, like I definitely
1: fall into those same traps too. Okay. Like Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're human. all human <laughs> here. We're all human. Yeah, we're all human. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: mean, I feel like sometimes I feel like some people yeah, like kind of as you were saying, like some people find it easier than others. Like I've talked to some people who have like a real like like kind of aversion to mm-hmm. You know, giving anything in their business away, and they've sort of, you know, found themselves kind of like stuck because they have to do like everything, mm-hmm.
1: like all. Well, and I think another aspect is I really like the mentorship aspect, which is why mm-hmm. I love my interns because it's like after I when I was in college, all four years, I basically mentored girls all four years, and then mm-hmm. right after I graduated, it completely stopped.
0: Right. And yeah. Like
1: I really missed that, and so I created the internship program so that i could mentor girls again like Mm -hmm. and i mean they get credit for it i mean it's not like it's just free work you know they they get something for it and in addition to that they get like you know my time my resources my mentorship all that stuff so it is a win-win situation
0: yeah no i mean i think i wanted to ask you more about like your interns just in terms of like you know like helping others maybe who you know are thinking of delegating or you know know that they're gonna have to do that at some point Um, Is there, like, a a story that you could share with us, like, from a time that one of your interns, like, did something really awesome with, like, a project or, like, even just a task that you gave her to do?
1: Yes. Um, so I love interns that are super organized because I'm not. (laughs) So I would, like, always have, um, so as you can see with this podcast, I'm all over the place. But, um, so this intern, she basically was like, you know what? You need training manuals. (laughs) she 's like and so she basically saved me a bunch of time by creating all the sales man, uh, 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 training manuals for like interns um that like will be hired on later on, yeah. so she took that project on herself and she just created everything for it and I mean she just went above and beyond um, mm-hmm. what I had asked her to do and and came up with her own project and I really I think that that's like, I mean, that's entrepreneurial right there, you know, seeing a need, addressing it, creating, solving that problem and, and, and leaving the company that, that you helped uh, a lot better than it was before, you know? Um, And I mean, I, I don't take the credit for that at all. That's, you know, um, I, I gave her the skills. I helped her through like learning software and learning different things, but that kind of motivation and vigor comes from yourself. So
0: I'm really proud of her. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, so I mean, like, what advice would you give for, you know, maybe other young women, whether, you know, like, you can pretend that you're talking to one of your interns or like, (laughs) you know, or not, or just, you know, anyone. But, um, you know, what advice would you give young women who, you know, are starting out on their own entrepreneur journeys and kind of, you know, trying to figure out what this whole uh, lady boss lifestyle thing is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say you never know until you try. Like, you really need to try. You know, mm-hmm. I hear like, there's so many people that you know, you can talk about your dreams all you want, you can talk about what you know, but like, five percent actually do it. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like a really low number, but it's true. Um, yeah. and so those are the ones that succeed because they tried it and then they tried different things. Like, when I started Lady Boss Blogger, I had no idea in the, like, in the world that like it would even become like this, it would become my full time job. And, that it, it would even be something i liked you know like mm-hmm. i just followed my gut i followed what i wanted i followed um you know and, and i learned you know like for for the first you know my first two years of business um everything i made in business i poured right back into business so i i you know bought software you know to help my business grow um did like uh, bought courses um uh you know all these different things um, mm-hmm. in order to learn and to, and to grow. Um, it wasn't just to like, I didn't take out a salary for myself until my third year. Um, mm-hmm. and this is my third year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, like just now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ah, yesterday, actually. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah.
0: <laughs> yesterday was the first time <laughs> I paid myself.
1: Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, just try and like, cause you can't fail. Like, I, I literally think that you really can't because if you try something and then, you try something else, you're just kind of like stepping on stairs and, and, and going towards, even if you don't have a, like a business plan, as long as you have a vague idea of what you want, just learn how to do it. Just like in college, you know, yeah. like just, just learn, please.
0: I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, one thing that, um, you know, I feel like I really learned, um, last season, you know, hosting, uh, millennial success stories was that, you know, you're you yourself, like each of us, um, we're the ones that are like labeling our own um, quote unquote failures, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like, in like, you can choose to see something as a failure, or you can choose to see something as like a, a lesson or, you know, something to learn from. Maybe just like a really simple mistake that you can just be like, you know what? Yeah, that sucked that I did that. I'm going to move on and not do that again,
1: <laughs> you know? Right. And there's going to be a lot of that in business building. I mean, you know, like how you market yourself, how you brand yourself, you can rebrand, you know, you can re- you can market in a different way, you know, cause every single, it depends on your audience. It depends on your business model. It depends on what you're trying to do. Um, all the advice that you get from other people may or may not work for you. And mm-hmm. it also, like how your interests are. Like for me, branding came really easily. Like I knew right off the bat that I wanted all you know, like all the Lady Boss Blogger handles. I I snagged them. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I had bought Lady Boss Blog, but because like the social medias weren't um, like in line, then I then I bought Lady Boss Blogger right afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I also knew to buy it because I was like, if you buy your domain, you own it. You yeah. know, otherwise, <laughs> like anyone can take it. Right. So. And yeah. then another thing is that like, honestly, like after I had got so many followers on social media, I was like, I wish I had, if I had known how to do online marketing, I would have started my email list the same exact day I started my blog because mm-hmm. I would prefer 150,000, you know, subscribers on my list right. versus followers. Cause followers, I mean, if Instagram shuts down or uh, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, you have no access happens. to that audience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I don't consider it a failure. I just think I wish I would have known earlier
0: hmm Yeah. No, yeah. and I mean, I think there's, there's so many things where like, you know, cause I do that too. Like sometimes I'm like, you know, if I knew now what I knew mm-hmm. when I was just starting out, you know, and like, and like, and it's like, I've had to, you know, personally, like I've had to work through that myself. Right. Because like, we can't just continue telling ourselves like, oh my gosh, like if only I did, you know, this differently, you know, like two, three years ago, then, you know, my life would look so different now. Because the thing is, is like, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the choice that we made. <laughs>
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You live and you learn. Don't know you until you try. So try yeah. until you succeed. That's it. Yes. yes,
0: exactly. So, um, you know, in terms of, you know, where you want to take your business next, where you want to take your blog, all that stuff, um, what, um, what does your next, uh, your next level look like?
1: Um, well, uh, this year, I'm starting to speak a little bit more at different conferences. Like last year, I spoke at BloggyCon, which is so much fun. I'll be speaking at uh, Keys to Digital Marketing um, conference uh, in February um, mm-hmm. at another women's conference, I think also in February, just like getting out to the real world a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I really don't like to, but, uh, like, you know, people <laughs> have to know I'm real, you know, yeah, I would prefer to hide behind a <laughs> blog and just like be like, I like never leave my home, like seriously, except <laughs> for when I travel. Um, but it's how I like it. But I mean, it's also good to get out sometimes, um, to have some human interaction and, and just to mm-hmm. see, you know, how the market is, what, what's, what are people saying, you know, um, and getting that kind of affirmation. Um, so yeah and I feel like also for for as an online business you need almost that um how to call it um like it's kind of like your your medal of like uh uh achievement kind of thing in the sense of like if you are asked to speak somewhere then you actually know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. you know yeah. anyone can say anything online yeah
0: it's right? like building credibility and like yeah that's the word credibility as, yeah and seeing yourself as an authority and stuff like that and um Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, I think that's great. And I think that, you know, it's, um, it's also something that, you know, you can do kind of like in whatever stage you're at. Like I remember when I was just starting out, I just tried to be featured in like, you know, online articles and blog posts and stuff like that. Like that was just like, kind of, you know, you start small. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, well, that's (laughs) what
1: I'm like aspiring to do a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because it's it's hard, you know, honestly, I don't talk to anybody in person, except for my husband and some friends, you know? (laughs) um, So yeah, I just, I I, I need to get out a little bit more. So it's my way of forcing myself out of my house.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that, you know, it's just from what you were sharing earlier, I think that you've, you know, pretty much everything that you created was informed by your audience. So it's like, I think that that's, um, it's you know speaks to you know speaks to you and and kind of like you know your your own kind of business um uh and just like personal character i guess um in terms of making sure that what you're creating is like what your audience actually wants and you're like allowing them to you know kind of inform you like that because i see so many people who like think that they like know what their audience wants but they've never actually like spoken to them or like listened to what they're actually saying
1: Mhm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah I, I. seriously. I really <laughs>
0: didn't want to blog about blogging. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, gotta give the people what they want.
0: You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And I think it's just. I think it's great that you know you kind of you know you're at this place where you know you can share your knowledge and um and just like that value um with other women who want to um who want to start their own blogs who want to kind of you know um establish their own voice online. So I think that's great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So let's see. So in terms of, I know we've talked a lot about, um, about success in business. What about, um, success in, in life? What, like, tell us about, about that. Like, do you have any, that can be anything, you know, whether your relationships, travel plans, like all that stuff.
1: So what I try to do um, to motivate myself, uh, you know, in business is I try to schedule like a bi-monthly vacation or something like that to like motivate myself to like go to the next level in the sense of like when there is like, uh, like a plan, a vacation plan. Um, or, or, you know, a travel destination or something like that, I get super motivated because I'm like, okay, now I have to crank down and like get everything together in order for me to go on this vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, And my next level is I really want to help my husband get like obtain that as well. Um, You know, he's not on like the online marketing world at at all. um, But um, that that would be something very successful, I think, for us um, to be able to just, you know, we, we are able to pick up and go, um, cause he does have a fl- flexible job, but, mm-hmm. um, it, like, yeah, just to see how maybe that would work, um, in terms of like, maybe not a hundred percent online business. I'm trying to see how, um, it would work in his line of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like my, my next goal, um, so that we can travel together and, you know, whatever. But uh, to be honest, I'm like a homebody. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I like, I like it at home. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I think that's, I think that's great. Cause it's like, you know, I've met, I've, I've met people, um, you know, who feel the same way. And, and, you know, they're just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, I had, a, I had a nine to five, but like the reason why I wanted to go online was so that I could like spend more time at home you know, like, so it's, like, whatever your, whatever your motivation, like, you know, wherever you like spending your time, like, I feel like that's, like, having your own business, having your own online business, like, allows you to kind of make that choice yourself, whether you're just setting around the world or just, like, laying on the couch at home.
1: Right, because, like, I feel like sometimes when I travel, I'm, I feel, like, unease, you know, I'm just, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, like, so unrooted, you know, or, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, so I, I like to go away for, like, you know, maybe a month and then, like, come back for, like, five months, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that, just to mm-hmm. make sure that I still have – I always come back, you know, because Chicago, yeah. <laughs> this is – even though I'm not originally from the States, but now Chicago is, like, my
0: second home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, what would you say, I guess, um, you know, for um, – you know, to other women who, you know, maybe feel like – I don't want to say like intimidated by like your success but like you know like to the point where like they're like oh my gosh like you know I just you know like like she made it look so easy like you know how do I get started so like you know for for those out there who want to start a blog um but are sort of i guess maybe um like you know still kind of in that stage where they're like worrying about about the journey or about how much time it's going to take or how long it's going to take and all that stuff what um what are your um your pieces of advice uh, uh to those those women out there
1: um i would say if you're living in america there's zero reason okay and i'm going to be like harsh but there's zero <laughs> reason why you should uh, why you shouldn't be starting your own business because you have all the resources available to you you have everything at your disposal at your feet um like I, i'm from taiwan and it's, it's just different there you know mm-hmm. and like uh, and you know my husband's from honduras it's like like 80 unemployed and it's just different there as well as de- developing mm-hmm. country right if yeah. you're in america like literally there are so many resources available to you. You just have to know to utilize them. For example, I always say, like, if it's your priority, it will get done, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you have this, like, huge pile of laundry and it just keeps on piling up, you know, ultimately, you're finally going to break down and do it, you know, but after a long time of procrastination, right? But, like, if you had just – okay, you know what? That's a bad example. Um, (laughs) I was, like, trying to go somewhere with that, and then it just – I don't know. that's Um, okay. Yeah, no, I mean – I just really feel like in terms of like, yeah, prioritization, um, like, or like if you're spending time with your child or if you have a kid, you know, or something like that and like, you will do it if you want to do it. So mm-hmm. if you treat your business, like your baby, you know, um, you will take care of it. Even if it's, you know, if it's budding, if it's starting, you will feed it, you will nurture it. You'll see as uh, you'll find as many resources as possible, um, in order to grow it. Like, there's not going to be an excuse like, Oh, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. like you have all the time in the world you have to make time you will never have time you have to make time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um and like I mean everything that you do in life you make time for it right you make time to go home and watch tv for five hours you make time to you know go on a date you Mm -hmm. know if you know I mean the same principle applies to dating too right like if you're like well there's no men out there we're like well are you going on dates you know um so I just feel like, yeah, you just have to prioritize and, um, yeah,
0: if, if you want to do it, you will do it. That Mm -hmm. there's, that's it. Yeah. And that's so true. I know like last year, there was this period of time where, um, I kept telling myself that I didn't have enough time to like accomplish all the goals that I wanted to, to accomplish. And the more I told myself, I didn't have enough time, the more I was just like essentially paralyzed like Mm -hmm. not doing anything, (laughs) you know? And so it's kind of like just um, realizing like that you don't have to do everything at once. And like, yes, like you're in charge of your time, like whether or not you have, you know, a nine to five job, like, you know, if you, you know, if, if you still do like, okay, like, so maybe you're not like fully, you know, in control of your time from like nine to five, though you are still there, like, you know, because you're choosing to be like, you could quit. Like, you know, just black and white, but, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I feel like it's just like it's yeah no, like that's just so important to you know to kind of understand. I think for, um, especially when you're when you're just starting out, and especially if you do have a nine to five, because I feel like, um, you know, sometimes it's easy in the nine to five to say, well, I have a full time job, so I ha- don't have time to like start a business. Right. Okay. So, let me tell you yeah. about nine to fives. Like, <laughs> so when I was
1: in Honduras, yeah, I I was a sub. It wasn't like. I mean, it was considered full-time, but, like, I didn't work the entire time, right? So whenever I was, like, in my office and not subbing, I was working on Lady Boss Blogger, you mm-hmm. know? So every single second that, like, I wasn't subbing, I was working on my business. Yeah. And then when I moved to the States and then had to start over again uh, and was working an, an actual nine-to-five, um, every single second, you know, I, when I, I woke up in the morning, you know, I'd go to work, came back. Eight, and then got right back to lady boss blogger mm-hmm. so um like of course granted I don't have a kid I don't have a dog so I don't have to take care of anybody <laughs> yeah, like, but myself like- you know but like I mean if you're on this millennial podcast you're probably a millennial you probably don't have you know all those things you have all the time in the world all right mm-hmm. this is the time of your life when you have all the time for yourself to develop what it is that you want personally um you know, so like, I, I remember when I was, um, like I would, I would used to like waste my time as, um, you know, at, to, as a stress reliever, you know, after, uh, like wedding stuff, mm-hmm. um, and just like go out, party, drink. And I'm not saying that those are things are bad. Um, but they don't, uh, necessarily, if, if a business is what you want to start, they don't mm-hmm. contribute to b- building a business. Yes. Right. Maybe networking, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. If but, you're using
0: it that way, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yes, yes. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's not a very wise use of your time per se, you mm-hmm. know, so you have to prioritize, yeah, going home, sit down. Um, and, and if you don't enjoy building a business, I don't, like, if you don't enjoy the process, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know if you're going to enjoy the product because mm-hmm. you, you might not get there. You know, like you have to yeah. enjoy the process. The process is 99% of your business, right? Yeah. Your yeah. achievements are like that little bump and then you go straight back in a process. Yeah. So um, you have to enjoy the, the building process.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing that because I think like, you know, the process is what we, um, we don't normally see <laughs> from, you know, in, uh, when you look at other entrepreneurs, you just see, um, you know, kind of, their success story you just see their kind of the the end the the product of all of their um their efforts and Mm -hmm. work and so it's like
1: another thing that i realized from interviewing all these women is that everyone is figuring it out like mm -hmm. nobody knows what they're doing like literally Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) and so when i when i realized that and i was like talking to these really successful women i was like they don't even know what they're doing then
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, so we're we're good, you yeah. know. So yeah. we're just all figuring it out. So that's the joy of it. You have to enjoy figuring it out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. So okay, let's see. So what? Um, I mean, I don't know if you if you remember like specific people um, that you've interviewed, but like or maybe specific advice. Like, what were some of the favorite or your favorite um, lessons or you know uh, pieces of wisdom that you've learned? Um, through, you know, through interviewing these entrepreneurial women for, for Lady Bloss Blogger.
1: The, my favorite was the first girl that ever paid me. (laughs) And so she was, she definitely stuck in my mind because her motto in life was actually failure is not an option. However, I actually, so, well, actually just, just kidding. Her motto was failure is an option, but Mm. I read it as failure is not an option. And then so that I ran with it and I was like, this is a sign, like, you know, she was the first girl that paid me and she was Mm -hmm. the first girl that believed in me and she, and she, her motto is failure is not an option, then I can't fail. This has to work, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, I think that, uh, yeah, like if you, if you give yourself, like, if you think that failure is an option, I think that, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. You know, um, I just think of everything as a process, you know, you you, you, you you do it, it doesn't, if it doesn't work the way you want it, do it another way, you know, and mm-hmm. then again, I'm not a perfectionist at all, like, I'm super type B, like, all over the place, mm-hmm. like, if I want something or I, I, something's interesting to me, I, like, run down that rabbit hole like a bunny, you know. And then just, and then if, and then I like resurface again and I'm like, oh, let me get back to what I was doing, you know, where that was actually working, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but I think there is some spontaneity in business too, because you have to be willing to, um, to, yeah, just, just try new things. You know, if you're yeah. doing something and it's working great, um, continue doing that, but then try something on top of that to build mm-hmm. on it. Um,
0: Yeah. 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 No. Awesome. Amazing. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, is there, gosh, I feel like you've just, I mean, you've interviewed so many, so many people. I feel like I could just like ask you questions all day about like, okay, so what did these people say? Like, what like, <laughs> what? was what this about? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, well, you is can there, read the blog. Yeah. YouTube. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, we will definitely. And I mean, we're obviously going to be um, linking to your blog and um, all your social media handles in, in the show notes um, and all that stuff. So, um, for our listeners, you will be able to keep up with Elaine and all the amazing women that she, um, interviews on Lady Boss Blogger. Um, but so is there anything else that you, um, either something from your own experience, um, or maybe something that you've learned from, uh, from one of the women who you interviewed for your blog, um, that you want to leave us with before we wrap up? Um,
1: I would just say that you have to want it bad enough that you're willing to give up some comforts for a few years to obtain it. For example, if you have a certain lifestyle that you want or that you you are living, um, but you want to have a business, like you have to give up something um, in order, uh, you know, uh, you, you have to change something. It, mm-hmm. it,
0: otherwise, change won't
1: just happen, yeah. right? so that's that's what i would say
0: is uh yeah 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 i think that's um yeah no i mean i think that it's something that i've heard a lot you know just in terms of like i feel like there's this discussion in the online space like people who are like, you have to sacrifice everything. And then people who are like, you don't have to sacrifice anything, but it's like at the end of the day, (laughs) if you're trying to create a new life for yourself, like something's got to (laughs) give, you know, Mm -hmm. like if your new life is not going to look like your old life. So there are going to be quote unquote sacrifices, or there are going to be things that are different that are going to change. And, um, and so I just like, thank you for like saying that, because I think sometimes, you know, everybody's we we can all be so focused on like all the good things that we want to change, right? Like we want more time freedom, we want more financial freedom, you know, all that stuff that we sometimes um, think that if we're seeing kind of like the 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 shadow side of that, if we're seeing like kind of the uh, quote unquote like negative things, or you know, the things that we have to give up, the things that aren't fitting in our life anymore, that maybe we once enjoyed, um, you know, that that's um, some, some people feel like that's like um, a sign that they're they're not succeeding. But um, it actually is a sign that you you are succeeding because you're literally creating a new life for yourself. So yeah, love that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, right, that's a good summary. <laughs> yeah. thanks, for, thanks for consolidating it because yeah, my thoughts are like all over. <laughs> no,
0: you're welcome. I mean, I, yeah, no, I just, I loved this. This was so much fun. Um. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We will definitely, I mean, yeah, like I'm just, you guys, I'm like looking at um, Elaine sent over like literally all of her all of her handles and social media information and there's like she there's it's it's great I mean I love this especially because she has like multiple languages for her blog which I think is amazing um, so yeah so like wherever you are in the world um, you will be able to connect with Elaine and Lady Boss Blogger um, on online and also potentially in person because now you're you're going out and about
1: (laughs) who knows yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's right say hi
0: (laughs) okay Okay, well thank you so much elaine and um i look forward to talking to you again sometime you know we'll keep in touch (laughs) all right yeah
1: sounds good
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the millennial success society i also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on instagram find me at jackie possop underscore la feel free to send me a dm with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show for all the latest show updates exclusive resources for our listeners or to apply to become a guest on the show please visit the millennial success stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiepossop.com slash podcast thank you again for tuning in and i'll catch you next time.